0: Welcome to the July 1st episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. This week, we bring you news on the American-Angolan partnership in solar energy, the new law for the awarding of Cape Verdean citizenship, renewable energy projects in Mozambique and Portugal, and other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Investing Beyond Borders. Teresa, over to you.
1: We start this week's episode with news that the African Export-Import Bank announced the launch of the $4 billion USD project Ukraine Crisis Adjustment Trade Financing Program for Africa. This is a program of credit facilities developed by the bank to manage the impacts of the Ukraine crisis on African economies and businesses, especially those that rely heavily on grain, fertilizer, and fuel imports. The bank, which plans to disburse another $40 billion USD over the next five years called for greater shareholder engagement with the bank, as a more robust African Export-Import Bank could be one of the solid pillars of Africa's development. Angola is now Africa's biggest oil producer, overtaking Nigeria on the podium. Following the latest licensing round for offshore blocks in the lower Congo and Kwanzaa basins, oil production in Angola is expected to increase, further reaffirming the country's newfound position. In May 2022, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries' total production was estimated at 28.51, with Angola producing 1.16 million BPD. Speaking at the G7 summit, US President Joe Biden announced that the government has just facilitated a partnership between two US companies and the Angolan authorities. This partnership will translate into an investment of $2 billion for the construction of a solar energy project to help Angola reach its goals in the field of clean energy. According to the US head of state, this partnership will also generate new business opportunities in the technology sector and create new jobs in Angola and across Africa. Angola's National Agency of Petroleum, Gas and Biofuels, along with Total Energies and its partners, have made a final investment decision of 850 million USD for the launch of the CLOV Phase 3 project in Block 17 offshore Angola. The investment is expected to boost production while reducing operating costs through the standardization of subsea equipment, innovative in engineering and contractual structures, which will contribute to the maintenance of Angola's national production levels while optimizing the country's existing facilities and resources. With the first production expected by 2024, the development project will include the extension of the complex's subsea infrastructure and the development of five new wells. Angola became the 55th member of the Extractive Industries Transparency Initiative, a global standard that promotes responsible management of oil, gas and mineral resources. This is the culmination of the preparatory work that started in 2019, when the President of the Republic, João Lourenço, publicly declared the country's intention to join the initiative. In Cape Verde, a new law for the awarding of Cape Verdean nationality was recently approved. The country will now grant nationality to foreign citizens with relevant investments and that maintain an emotional connection with the archipelago. The proposal defines as investments of relevant interest, the implementation of projects that increase or contribute to increasing employment opportunities, and which contribute significantly to the country's development. Also considered le- relevant are investments that lead to the increase in exports, contribute to the qualification of the workforce, and the introduction and development of new technologies. Foreigners who have businesses in Cape Verde and stakes in Cape companies, as well as foreigners operating tourism establishments, may also acquire Cape nationality in terms to be established by law. The Cape Verde Investment Forum had a very positive outcome with the signing of several agreements worth 4 billion euros in the tourism, blue economy, green economy and digital economy sectors. According to the Ministry of Finance, this shows a great deal of confidence in the Cape Verdean economy from both national and foreign private investors, with the state wanting to be facilitated in terms of financing and in creating conditions so that the projects can come to life. The Advisory Group for the Financing of the National Development Plan of Côte d'Ivoire for 2021-2025 has collected investment and financing pledges from bilateral and multilateral development partners. Despite the initial estimate of 15.5 billion USD, these partners pledged over 26 billion USD for its 2021-2025 plan, almost doubled the early projections. Over in Mozambique, and part of the Renewable Energy Auctions Programme, the government will launch a tender in July to partners interested in developing solar power generation projects in Lixinga, Niassa and Manj, with 30 megawatts each. By resorting to a public tender, the government hopes to confer transparency and competitiveness on the renewable energy sector, thereby attracting the best possible national and international investors. Mozambique's publicly-owned electricity company EDM has mobilized about 300 million USD from the World Bank and the Norwegian and Swiss governments for the implementation of the second phase of the program Energy for All, also known as Energia. The project, whose first phase will end within the next three months, intends to add more than 320,000 connections a year to the national grid until 2024. ENI as upstream delegated operator of Area 4 on behalf of its partners ExxonMobil, CNPC, GALP, CoGAS, and ENH, announced that the Coral South project has safely achieved the introduction of hydrocarbons to the Kural Sul floating liquefied natural gas plant from the Coral South reservoir offshore Mozambique. Kural Sul is the first floating LNG facility ever deployed in the deep waters of the African continent, with a gas liquefaction capacity of 3.4 million tons per year. Following the introduction of gas in the plant, Kural Sul FLNG will now be ready to achieve its first LNG cargo in the second half of 2022. Portugal is investing over 7 billion euros in green and other innovative projects from 21 consortia in the next four years as part of the European Union's recovery program. The projects include green hydrogen and lithium battery plants, agro-industry, electric bicycles, investments in health and energy-efficient housing construction. Ocean Winds, a joint venture between Portugal's main utility EDP and French company Angie, plans to invest €1.5 billion Euros in the development of offshore wind projects by 2025. With onshore wind posing several challenges, the offshore wind segment continues to grow, with ocean winds positioning itself to become a leader in the sector. The project's forecasted wind capacity is 5 to 7 GW in operation or under construction plus 5 to 10 GW in the advanced stages of development, in a total of up to 70 GW by 2025. In the Republic of the Congo, amendments signed with companies operating in the country should allow foreign direct investment of more than 2 billion U.S. dollars in the Congolese oil industry. A total of 30 agreements were signed with oil companies operating in Congo, including Total Energy ZP Congo, ENI Congo SA, and Perenco Congo Congo Rep. The goal of the amendments in question is to define a fiscal and customs framework and a foreign exchange regime that will encourage a resumption and even an acceleration of investments in the liquid and gaseous hydrocarbon sector, in strict compliance with the rules of environmental protection. Finally, in Timor-Leste, a new public procurement framework was recently approved to replace the existing legislation that had been in force for over a decade. The new framework is aimed at clarifying the procurement process, adapting it to the requirements of the present day, and increasing transparency, and will come into force in January 2023.
0: We hope you enjoy this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. Please join us then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page where you'll find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Teresa Garcia-André from our Lisbon office and Luis Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Hugo Ribeiro from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.